0: We're going to die, but we've made a filthy briny slush <laughs> that tastes vaguely of margarita and absolutely of the end. Delicious. <laughs> This week we went on vacation with our friend Shannon, and we watched home movies of the good old days. Ah, remember when we were so young and so anime, and every day was great?
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Everyday's Great. This is Everyday's Great. It's an experimental let's play podcast about the Persona series. But this week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're doing investigative journalism.
0: If you think experiments are the same every week, you've got another thing coming. (laughs) The definition definition of science is doing the same thing over and over again and making sure it works
1: the same. This is not the control group. No, we are are the experimental group. This is the out of control group. Hello, my name is Nick. Hi, I'm Caleb. And today, we have a special guest. It's Shannon Strucci from Strucci Movies. Hi, I'm Shannon. Hi, Hi, Shannon. Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the investigation team. Our social link
0: has just formed. Actually, it formed a while ago, but in terms of our investigation, it formed.
2: Social link
0: up. Social link up. I feel I understand you a little bit better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You feel like your relationship will not increase this time.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. This seems
1: like a pretty dramatic uh, conversation we're having. Mm -hmm. So, Shannon, (laughs) uh, welcome. Welcome to our uh, lightning fast situation. Today, we watched an episode of the, the... Persona for the animation. The we pers-
0: watched the pilot. The persona, mm-hmm. the persona anime.
1: Persona anime, yeah. yeah. The purse anime. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> the purse you. anime. The oh purse anime. gosh. You know, there's like sports anime. You know, people always throw those words out there. Like, oh, it's the ice skating anime. What would the purse anime look like?
2: It would be women designing purses, or people designing purses.
1: <sighs> it would basically be. It would
0: be the devil literally wearing Prada. <laughs>
1: That sounds like the name of the a design purses, they have to fight Satan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. That
1: sounds like an anime I would watch. Oh, it's like Kill la Kill, but instead of clothes, it's purses with mouths and stuff.
0: Zoom means <laughs> meets Kill la Kill. Yeah. It's the purse anime.
1: <laughs> I'm 100% in. It really does sound like a light novel, though. Yeah. My Devil Literally Wears Prada. Like mm-hmm. That's like a light novel. Oh, you date purses oh my god family.
2: it's like uh mm. how a full boyfriend but it's purses instead of uh,
1: yes please <laughs> bag full of boyfriend <laughs> bag, full of boy- <laughs>
2: uh, bag of full boyfriend <laughs> uh, but you still fight satan at the end uh, yep. it was a mini game
1: so shannon uh is it correct to say that your big thing is movies yes tell us a little accurate. bit about your youtube channel the Succi movies
2: all right um some of it is like short films that i make with my friend devin Mm -hmm. like horror comedy films but the a lot of it and what most of the subscribers are there for is uh, like educational video essays Mm -hmm. uh so you want to be a film nerd is like a series about uh film culture and film history yeah i've watched a whole bunch
1: of those and they're so good thank you very good good job and you have one specifically on gaming too right
2: yeah on video games Mm -hmm. um it's called why you should care about video games it's sort of like about the games are art debate and about like media history and how video games fit in mm-hmm. and how the art debate doesn't matter just play, enjoy you know spoilers that's the <laughs> point of the video but yeah that one took me forever yeah i have one on hannibal i have one on uh like uh, political correctness like got a really interesting response and in, like a positive way too yeah.
1: have you ever done a video on an anime movie before
2: <laughs> i did i did a video on one piece but it didn't have anything to do with any i don't think i used any clips from any of the movies
1: whoa so you did a video on one piece
2: i did I it's called why, how one piece changed my life because it did
1: i'm uh, i'm curious like is there and uh, the reason i jump into an interview here is just to just, like set a little bit of ground I'm fine is, with there that. A, yeah. is there a an, is there an easy comparison for you talking about films that are like live action to like animation and yeah. anime specifically
2: Yeah, well, I also, I was before, even before I got into film, I was, as a teenager, probably from like age 12 to 17, Mm -hmm. huge into anime, Mm -hmm. like spent a lot of time. Uh, When I first got some bootleg One Piece DVDs, I watched 120 episodes in 10 days. Oh my God. God. With school. Oh my God. I like went into it and was like really obsessed with it and a bunch of other shows and stuff so i have like a really solid graph and like this
1: long is there like a lot of episodes of that (laughs)
2: uh, that was in 2005
1: oh my god and there were
2: probably around two or three hundred then i don't Mm. even know how many there are i know there's like 860 something chapters now
1: i tried to follow it regularly when it was on like toonami or whatever the Mm -hmm. not toonami i don't know what they called it at the time Well,
2: the first dub was terrible (laughs) it i mean they cut entire story arcs and they cut like if mm-hmm. you saw it, like Sanji's a character who smokes, and they give him like a lollipop. Yes. Which yeah, is that's hysterical. the bad. That's the bad one. Forever.
1: It's yeah. awful.
2: Um, I was as a 14 year old. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so upset. And I think it really sort of ruined its maybe like reputation in the West. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. In Japan. like people love it, and I think it could have had a much bigger cultural impact here. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way like something like Dragon Ball Z did or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we're totally getting off. Uh, but I, I do. I still like One Piece a lot. Um, I've been reading it for how long, i started in 2003 so like 14 years of keeping up with one thing is pretty wow cool. but, oh. I, but yeah i guess i look at stuff pretty much the same i mean obviously different mediums are different cultural mm-hmm. um like aspects to it and also especially with like an anime like one piece there's so many awful shortcuts taken in the animation it just looks <laughs> awful i can't watch it anymore it's terrible but then there's like higher quality stuff too um, yeah
0: but yeah it's nice to have a real critic and a real gamer. In the house,
1: (laughs) you're. Would you would you describe yourself as a
0: true gamer? No, I say
2: in my video I'm not a gamer because
0: we. Okay, good. We're we're all fake gamers here.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love games, but I am not. It's like I don't say I'm a cinephile.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: regarding anime, is anime art? (laughs) 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 And counter a second point: is anime real? Go. (laughs)
2: Uh, Well, anime is art. Nice. Yeah, anime is real. You nice! heard it, you've heard it, you've and, heard
0: it here. Uh, uh, we agree. Boom. We're all One, in agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, some
2: anime is so bad.
0: Yeah, but some it's some of it's so good. Still good. <laughs> yeah. But it's still art and it's still real. It's still real. And you have also followed Persona for a while, right?
2: I first played it in like 2010. Okay. Um and I I knew a bunch of people on a forum who were really into it i guess it came out in like 08
1: yeah i think yeah. that's around the same time that i started playing too. and
2: i had a bunch of stuff spoiled just by people's like avatars and whatever oh, no. like a oh, big no. stuff spoiled i mean it's, it really it's fine playing it it was still a really enjoyable experience yeah, um, yeah. and the game is different. so
1: long that yeah. I, even when i played it again after knowing what happened it was one of those things where the details of it work got fuzzy after just a couple of years And you do, do yeah. different
2: you could do different stuff too there's yeah. enough um
0: mm-hmm. well
1: so uh,
2: 2010
0: okay cool um in this podcast mm-hmm. we talk about the video game mm-hmm. but we did something a little weird this week <laughs> which was that we watched the first episode of the anime and I think maybe that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> um here's here's <laughs> my here's my concern about the about watching the first episode of the anime. Mm-hmm. Number 1, wow, it was not a great episode of TV. Mm-mm.
2: No it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't I've seen worse stuff for sure but yes. it was just sort of like Um, Especially because we had someone who had never Who wasn't familiar with what was going on And I was just thinking from her perspective Like this wouldn't make any sense Oh yeah, yeah. This would just be annoying and just be like what, what, what
0: We had the three of us and we also had Erin in the room And she's never watched the game She's like heard the music from the other From another room Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. But she had not seen it before And she was baffled
1: When I watched this with my roommates for the first time Because there was a while back when I was still really into Persona And I Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to talk about the story and the mystery with my roommates But like didn't want to make them have to sit through 60 hours with me and trying to get everybody in the same room for that much time is, excuse is me. excuse me it's gonna be 60 hours <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: i didn't okay well we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh I feel, I, like, say, uh, I feel like
0: we might have already played 60 um, hours. I, yeah, I knew it was going to be one calendar year, but I didn't realize it would be 60 <laughs> hours of that year. I thought maybe we'd come in a, maybe under 30. Oops. Oh, okay well, no. Okay, well. I feel
1: like we might have already not come in under 30, Nicholas. I, I spend too much time walking and talking. <laughs> okay, but... Um, Sorry, but, uh, the first time that I watched this with them, ev- after every episode, for the first half, probably, not half, for the first, like, six episodes, mm-hmm. after every episode, I would stop and be like, okay, guys, do you have any questions? <laughs> because I, like, I do feel pretty confident in my ability to talk about stories without spoiling them or drawing undue attention to certain details. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, after every episode, I'd be like, okay, let's just slowly talk through what just happened, because it just tried to do four hours of time in 30 minutes which yeah. is
2: too much to try to compress that
0: much yeah. yeah it was like watching the game on fast forward it was and not in a good way yeah <laughs> um yeah yes. but the the other thing about it is that i'm mind, mind it definitely rewatching the beginning made me go
1: oh, do I know who did it? No. Right, I got real nervous about exactly what happened, but uh, no, the answer is no, you don't. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about, and you don't. Okay,
0: well, uh, as we watched it, and rewatching the beginning, and there's so much that mm-hmm. happens at the beginning of the story that's like, what? Okay, what? What? Right? That to, like, watch it again in mm. compressed form, and to be aware that they were trying to lay out, like, yes. the groundwork in a like, similar all, way. Like, probably
2: all of this is important, so. Yeah.
0: Basically, when I watched it, and, like, he got a headache after shaking hands with the gas station man, and I was like, "Who the gas station man?"
1: <laughs> yes. So it's funny too because the when we are, and I, I can tell you like that piece of information does not give you like okay. anything to the caliber of what you think it does. Okay, like it is not, no. it is not, it's not in any way telling you uh, who. Is, did the murders necessarily? Okay, sure. Because that
2: would be a little, like... Yeah. A little obvious. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but
0: it's one of those things that in the game, mm-hmm. so much stuff that you have no context for mm-hmm. happens in a row mm-hmm. that surely some one of these people could be doing the murders, mm-hmm. but you don't know because you see 12 different things that are all like, what? Yeah. And it happens in... Like, the pacing in the game is such that... Like, we, we talked about enjoying that they, like, are talking about the affair and on, in yeah. the background of the TV but you don't know what's important so it, yeah. it can kind of throw up this cloud of information which is
2: how real life is too you meet yeah. a bunch of people not that the game's like realistic but
0: you right know. but it is Uh-oh. like you, you don't know what's going to be important you don't know which mm-hmm. relationships are going to be important but like it, it re the beginning made me go like oh I don't know if this was a good idea to like Make me see this again,
1: and oh, fr- but it's yeah, fine anyway. That's why I should say this to you. You're definitely fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the it, that's the thing about the difference between movies and games, I guess. Too is that movies you have to pay attention, and like shows you have to pay mm-hmm. attention to like exactly where the camera is pointed, and like every piece of information you know is important if it's a well created. Yeah. Thing. If, if
2: they care about what they're making. But and... then
1: in video games, there's the problem of like you're controlling the camera in a sense, and you're controlling mm-hmm. where to go, and so either everything has to be important in its own way or it's like or it just has to like throw a lot of stuff that doesn't matter at you to fill the space right
2: or just put everything important in a cutscene which is rigidly controlled yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Usually, weirdly or poorly animated. In the case of Persona Four, I feel like what they're they're always like really tall and yes. I haven't played it in forever, but I played it. The last time I played it was like twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: the sec- i I've played it through twice. Yeah, they don't even have like- anime cutscenes in Persona Four. I don't think. Did they? Yeah. Or they did. Yeah. Yeah. They're they they're just okay. really they're...
2: short and like I said, really awkwardly animated.
1: Yeah, and super spaced out. Well, I'm yeah. having I'm used to seeing
0: those, and so seeing the anime. I felt like all of their bodies were weird. Yeah, shit, they're like a little bit, like wide and compressed or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, they, and then
2: we talked about their weird gradients on their. Face. Yeah, and
0: they've got like it's just, a.
2: It's really distracting.
0: They spray tanned, until about the like the upper lip. They just went <laughs> up
1: and then faded it out toward the head. Very orange. And then they
2: get pale. Yeah. yeah.
1: In the games, it is definitely like that, and I think that there might be something to do with the like the tv's been watching it on or something because while you're playing the game that also has been distracting to me in the mm. past i think it just hasn't come up because you aren't watching real faces quote-unquote move around and yeah. still have that weird artistic choice sure yeah but yeah yeah, I've seen, yeah 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 weird um so and also the decision to not focus on the Masuzu haragi thing almost at all like yes that the first they don't even ever in this episode i don't know if they ever even say who the person who died was
2: they do really no. briefly
1: really yeah uh, okay but because they, sh- they show us in the car it's like uh oh, Huragi, Mayumi Yamano, and like throws those names at you while people mm-hmm. are talking yeah. and then is like oh and now uh what is her name is seeing the corpse
0: yeah Saki. yeah is, yeah mm-hmm. uh, it's hey, you know it all happens so fast yeah yeah you don't know who you need to meet before they get murdered Mm -hmm. when you're moving to a new town
2: I think they very very briefly showed her but but it was also it was just like Mm -hmm. way too fast
0: yeah and I wonder if the does the anime slow down after this or does it keep that pace
1: so my experience with it is that it the anime really starts getting good around episode seven around the time that we are in the story Mm -hmm. with Kanji in the actual game is about when the anime starts working really well. And it's because they get all of this stuff out of the way. And the first couple dungeons are just like, what is happening and what's happening. (laughs) And then when Kanji comes in, like just like we're experiencing, you start getting a little bit more information. You start getting uh, a little bit more focus on the characters and the group. And they're able to all talk to each other and have dynamics in a way that's a little more complicated than just the, like, four of you hanging Mm -hmm. out. Um, Plus, yeah, I think, if I recall correctly, the anime really does slow down. It starts focusing in on a lot of stuff that it doesn't have a chance to early on. Yeah.
0: It's a tough thing to map hours and hours of this slow, chill video
1: game into a TV show. Mm -hmm. A
0: 25 episode.
1: Not not a job I would like to have, really. I can't imagine having to sit down to write the script for that. Like
0: what are you going to cut? Just cut, 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 cut. Like, yeah. Trimming everything out that you possibly can. Or make the sort
2: of mistake of, well, we can't cut any of this, so let's do it all, but make it way too fast. Yeah, to- exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that was lacking for me that I've been thinking about a lot in media that as a kid drove me nuts, and now as an adult I appreciate so much, is when you have a moment for the characters to go, here's what happened and here's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, to have like an emotion, like a break, yeah.
1: Yeah, like just even explicitly being like, wow, Miss Suzu Huragi is dead and Saki Konishi found her. And now everyone's nervous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> e- even having that moment, which as a kid, if they like babied me at all in the story, I'd get so mad. But like mm-hmm. now, whenever that happens, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and it, you know,
0: I had that as a kid too. And it occurs to me now that that's like pure insecurity. Right? What do like, you mean? Well, like kids, like I didn't want, to, I didn't want to be babied I didn't want to read the same thing twice I never wanted to read the same sentence twice yeah. mm-hmm. I, uh, I already know that but it's absolutely like it as an adult if you have that opinion you're insecure <laughs> as shit like is oh I already know that you don't need to tell me that you need to tell me twice and kids are like D- you, you don't need to tell me twice I, I already know that like it's the same kind of thing uh, and um anyway I just I just thought about how insecure I was as a child
2: <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> yeah I, I get annoyed like and um Something that still really annoys me in Die Hard when the cop character is talking to the other cops. Yeah. He's like, no, he's doing this to help us. Don't get blah, blah. It's like very much Okay, yeah. someone was like, the audience is stupid when it's like a really fun, clever thing. But when it's just like, because I mean, if if we were in high school... And all this stuff was happening, I'd be like, I'm freaked out. I'm yeah. really nervous. This is I feel bad for her. I don't know. Is this gonna happen to me? That's the conversations you have. You don't have this doesn't have to be like really like I am freaking out now. It doesn't have to be that obvious. Yeah. But right. You would talk about Stuff.
0: And that's a nice thing about the Persona games is mm-hmm. that they spend time with that. With like an,
2: an emotional context. Yeah, exactly. All the weird stuff that's happening, which grounds it a lot. And, and this just, you
0: know. huge supernatural event is happening, but you still go to school. So you still mm-hmm. have the conversations as you walk to class and you mm-hmm. have the conversations at lunchtime or breaks and stuff like that. So
1: it's one of the challenging things about pacing. And this, I think it's still even present in the Persona games, even though they do talk a whole lot, is that mm-hmm. like in pursuit of making a story worth getting into and playing and the ability to play and keep moving forward requires them to make the characters in the story like way chiller about some stuff than i would ever be
2: <laughs> especially as like a 14 15 year old yeah. year
1: old like like even the decision to get involved in this like really direct way like even the decision to like oh you go, you went into the tv let's try it yeah. like that kind of stuff i'm not even sure if i like I'm not even sure if I would have been able to make that leap. I think I would mm-hmm. have. I would have been one of the kids in the rest of the school who would have just been like, "All right, I'm going to step back now, and let <laughs> whoever's in the middle of this be in the middle of it." Yeah. Like,
0: I, I. I mean, you you don't want to you don't want to die. I don't want to die in the TV.
1: I'm not going <laughs> in there.
2: Don't. And for all you know, you could instantly die. Like, you don't know what's in there. It's Yeah.
1: Something that we don't get a lot of in this episode that I hope, if we do watch a little more of the anime later, if we have some more time, I would like to get into is the interesting way they translate having a main character be a, like, voiced character in Mm -hmm. the anime. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially later on, they start, and in this episode, you see a little bit of this weird, like because he's um, the main character of a video game and in that sense has to a little bit just be down to be doing a video game as soon as he gets his persona ability he's like oh hell yeah he's like oh yeah this yeah. power is mine
2: <laughs> the persona
1: uh, finally I'm cool So. <laughs> it's really good
2: and then it's like cutting weird. Like yes. it's like broke the one eighty, like this I was like, that's yeah.
1: interesting. Well yeah, what so let's actually talk about that sequence maybe yeah. because I I at least personally that was the best part of this episode was mm-hmm. the sequence when he got his persona. How did you guys feel about that?
2: I feel like it was a sequence that definitely actually had a budget <laughs> compared to some of the other animation. There's a part where Chie's hand looked weird when she was waving <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I thought it was cool with the little and it and it's really interesting how much they incorporate Direct visuals from the game, like his mm-hmm. personality chart and the count, which that surprised me. I didn't think mm-hmm. like, that's just taking it from the. And it would be kind of, I would be kind of like annoyed. I think if I had never played the game, mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is a different medium. Why are you so? Why are you showing me
1: the points of the main character?
2: I like it, though. It's funny to me as someone who's, you know, like, oh, I've I've spent so much time trying to build that or whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. And I guess over the course of the series, it probably increases, right? To, like, correlate with your progress in the show, which Mm -hmm. is funny. That's a cool thing to do.
2: I like the fight sequence. And it was interesting, too. I was thinking as I was watching, it's like, oh, these shadows are actually creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's very, very, very rarely in the game. Would I consider them creepy? I, I get anxious yeah. if I like, I knew I was low on health and what right. was coming towards me, or I missed it and stuff. But it's not like they were
1: they were spooky. And it's because they gave those shadows more time, like more mm-hmm. screen time than anything else in the episode. Yeah, like they let those shadows drip slowly and move slowly in a way that actually like. Gave you an emotional impact in Yeah, let it was spooky. Settle yeah. on what it was. They had personality too. Mm-hmm. They, you could see them looking and
0: thinking and considering their prey.
1: When that one popped up behind Chie's face, like yeah. pops out of the like, wall, yeah. just the mask, it was very creepy. It was creepy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whereas in the game, I'm just like, oh, these are really weak. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I got the EXP, Let move on. That's like those, right spe- those like, specific shadows. Oh, they're yep. weak
1: to electricity? Cool, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a ball with a tongue? Okay. M- m- bye bye. Yeah. Oh, weird. Uh, but they drew those monsters with such affection. Mm-hmm. And
2: like, the way they transform, too, is so yeah. cool. The
0: yeah. transformation was great, and as they're just, like, hovering and swooping, and their tongues are flapping in all directions as they're going, they're, like, flying around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really cool-looking, but a weird thing to spend that much time on. <laughs> yeah. But kind of one of the, you know, this is the climax with the with the boss in this show.
1: Yeah. I get the impression that they wanted to fill in, they, they were excited about... Filling in the gaps that the mm-hmm. game couldn't do, yeah, and are trying to get all the stuff from the game out of the way so they can do that. Because like showing us what it looks like when they're fighting with their persona, yeah, like that's what they were like. Oh, we can actually do that in this animation, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like so incredible. And showing what what the shadows even are, because in the game, your fight you you hit a sludge, and then the sludge is a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so,
2: either mm-hmm. so so, a ball or a sludge, uh-huh. and they're all angry, <laughs> and then they look like yeah.
0: <laughs> and then they just float in static patterns and take turns hitting each other. Yeah. And so that is like the strength of this medium mm-hmm. to be able to tell a more kinetic story,
1: right? Like, and like getting to show the like you mimicking the motions of his persona just a little bit, so that the like the he's yeah. doing it, like he's mm-hmm. he's controlling the giant robot. and yeah. Stuff is so neat.
2: It's different. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a little little bit per, uh, persona rim, right? Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. he's he's in the cockpit. Of the persona, Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that stuff, and and I guess it was—it's—it's hard to lay the groundwork. It's hard to fit all that information in. But really, when you think about it, like I guess almost the last four or five minutes of the episode was like the persona transformation and the fight and the encounter Mm -hmm. with the monsters. So Mm -hmm. a large percentage of this whole episode was focused on that. Yeah, and I guess by the by the end, even if you were like, "What's going on in the first fifteen minutes?" in the end you're like okay that was pretty cool. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So though this is yeah. where this is going. Like you
0: have to get all the way to that first persona battle mm-hmm. in the first episode to even make this series worth like to get the hook in, right? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense where if you're sitting down to play a video game, you might they like have you trapped until you can finally save. Mm-hmm. So they like ke- they like yeah. keep you going and keep you moving through all this stuff, but in the TV show they some people are just going to watch twenty minutes and then at the end of that twenty minutes decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to make sure you could see like this is what's cool. I promise. <laughs> well, and I
0: do that with games too. Mm-hmm. I did that with Persona Three when I tried to play it last year. Mm-hmm. I played until the first save point and then was like, Nah, never mind. Not doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, like not feeling those. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you can certainly do that. But TV is even more like ephemeral and disposable. Yeah. And you haven't already invested three hours of your life.
1: To mm-hmm. do it. Like, yeah. yeah, and you didn't spend 60 bucks on it. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, when you have a video game, you've already invested, so they can assume you'll put some energy into it. Yeah. At
2: least a few hours.
1: Yeah. 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 With uh, with TV, you didn't even have to pay for it in the first place a lot of the time. Right. Well, it <laughs> it's a bummer that it was not uh, our favorite thing in the world yet. I didn't hate it, though. Like, yeah. it wasn't
0: terrible. Like, it was cool to see some of them mm-hmm. in different contexts. Mm-hmm. I, like... And I get... Even now, I get excited when I see the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, when... Uh, Yosuke appears for the first time. It's like oh there's that dumb idiot and then Chie <laughs> appears and it's like Chie your hair looks amazing in this anime like
1: she looks great like everything. she looks looking-
2: great his hair we were talking about his hair yeah. looks so bad yeah his hair is garbage <laughs> it looks weird that's yeah. like they don't know how to animate it
1: yeah like yeah, Chie's looks really good they took Chie's and made it make sense yeah it's mm-hmm. a little bit different but mm-hmm. it works well and Yosuke's they were like I have no clue what to do with this and so he's <laughs> just got two giant wings it is coming but- out of the side of his face
0: he is more like, a higher percentage of terrier in the show than he was <laughs> in the game. Um, we also, it was interesting to hear their Japanese voices because we mm-hmm. watched this in Japanese with subs. Yes. Uh, versus playing it with the English voices in the game. And I got excited because I love Japanese voices in anime. <laughs> I do. Uh, you know, I, I tend mm-hmm. to really enjoy the characterization. I didn't. Prefer them here. Mm-hmm. I at think least Yosuke in this was episode, oh, oh,
2: oh, just comes in yelling. And same oh, with Teddy. Like Teddy is like shrill. Yeah. yeah, and
1: Teddy said Kuma at the end of every every sentence. single sentence. Yeah, Kuma means bear. I had a suspicion. <laughs> uh, I had a <laughs> suspicion. Kuma, <laughs> and um. a, a, it says Kuma several times. And when they're like, "What are you?" He's like, I'm a kuma, 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 kuma. Yeah. The subtitles yeah. were just like,
2: I am a bear. And I'm like, You're missing
0: something. The one bear pun they had in this episode was super weird. Because he's like, I've been here bear ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's not one. That, that is isn't a, one. Yeah, you, yeah, you should have done forever.
2: Yeah. Fur yeah. For, yeah.
0: God, the and the, the subtitles the,
2: were pretty awful. Subs
0: were not perfect. Yeah, yeah. there was one. I made that was, fun
2: of line, it's like, one line. I was like, "Oh, I'm here, but I've been here." So they used "here" twice in a sentence. It was really right. awkward.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm stuck here for a year. Here,
2: yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is uh, this is terrible. A
0: little rough. Sounds like a song lyric." Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck, stuck, here stuck here for here a, year, for a, year,
1: for a year, year.
0: Here, oh boy, um, get so, get somebody on the phone. Get,
2: which, that just, takes away from the personality of the show when the
0: mm-hmm. subtitles are just.
1: Yeah. Not
2: even a competent... Yeah. They weren't awful, but they mm. were pretty bad. It's
1: because yeah. the game itself and the the team, the dubbing team, did mm-hmm. such a good oh, job.
2: Oh, yeah, they did a tremendous it, job. Mm-hmm.
1: That, like, it, the, the personality really does come through in the English version, and just subtitling it doesn't have the same effect.
0: Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. agree with that. Uh, one thing I did think during the show was that as, as we saw Yosuke's butt presented... <laughs> multiple times context. over
2: and over and over at
0: one point when, he, when Chie trips him in the classroom and he falls over when she takes the DVD and he, then his he, butt he,
1: rhythmically wiggles <laughs> for the rest of the scene well his
0: butt he's speaking from his butt,
1: <laughs> having,
0: not the butt. having just recently rewatched uh, is Ventura Pet Detective mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was br- brought to mind of the scene in which James Carey speaks from his butt in that film, Jim <laughs> Carrey speaks from his butt. In that film, yeah, yeah, he
2: like moves his butt to pretend to talk through his butt. Oh,
1: yeah, you don't recall that to
2: insult. <laughs> Uh, An infuriate
1: I haven't seen it in a while
0: but yeah yeah. Well, I haven't seen
1: my favorite film Ace Ventura Pet Detective for you know probably a decade well but I hadn't
0: either but uh, it became available on my television for me to watch <laughs> and I did and it was pretty good <laughs> you keep deciding it's, to watch
1: such bad movies
0: Um, you know Ace Ventura is a mess and uh, deeply problematic was in gonna various, say, ob- some problematic- various obvious ways <laughs>
2: But it's also, it's so weird. It's
0: such a weird movie. And, and I don't,
2: creative. Yeah. And it's just strange. Like,
0: every two minutes, a different bit is happening, and it's jam-packed with different kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I laughed at a bunch of things I wish I didn't laugh at regarding butts and, and whether you can catch a dog or not. The thing I'm saying is... <laughs> um, Did he catch the dog? Yeah, he got the dog. Good. Um, He didn't get the bird, though. Uh, mm-hmm. But ain't that when, just the way? when Yosuke... <laughs> talking out of his butt yes all of a sudden i began casting the bad (laughs) 90s film of persona Persona. ace persona um and i wanted i was like okay so young jim carrey as yosuke probably the kid from rushmore as you You know what I'm, I'm talking, talking about? about Jason Schwartzman? Yeah, Jason Schwartzman as you, okay, oh, gosh. would be very good. Uh-huh. And I'm Let's imagining the two of them walking down the street to school in those <laughs> outfits
2: <laughs> and their I, ages are a little different. I
0: love thinking about <laughs> it. I love it. I don't I, do I don't, like
2: the idea of yeah. I don't
0: hate anything about Jim that Carrie image. In
2: that I <laughs> Just being Jim Carrey, there's these horrible murders. He's like murders.
0: A, foot and a half taller than Jason, <laughs> and he's horses. just like
2: going, going, going wild.
0: J- Jim Carrey dunking himself in a trash can would be amazing. Like he's he's very Yosuke. He could do mm-hmm. it. It would be a, you know a version of it.
1: Okay, that also brings to mind this. So the anime, yeah, the way that it presents Yosuke in the trash can. His bike has not fallen down, really, or it has, but it's, like, tilted over. And it's sort of like,
2: what?
1: So his legs are not trapped in the bike. Right. His whole upper torso is inside of a trash can (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a way that would have required him to be, like, launched. Like, he would have had to fly off the bike and then dove into the trash can in I'm, order for that to happen. I'm
0: charting out the ballistics right now. Right. It's an impossible shot. Sure,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's it, it's basically impossible. It, even if it were possible, it's highly unlikely that he has the dexterity to pull it off intentionally, let alone on accident. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there was a second dumb man. <laughs> uh, I No, I'm saying uh, Yosuke just got in the trash can. Yes, I got the same thing. <laughs> he
0: climbed
2: in and then he was like, ah. He,
1: and he presented his butt. Um. And it, it
0: worked because you walks up and just like grabs his butt and pulls him straight then
1: out
2: of there. he asked him to dinner. Immediately. Yeah. He asked him He's like, to huh. oh. immediately.
1: <laughs> no, no gap. Yosuke I'm gonna goes, buy you a beef steak. Yeah. <laughs> Yosuke goes, Oh, since you helped me, I have to take you to dinner.
0: <laughs> like, there's no like, I can't believe I got in a trash can. That's weird. That never happens. This is an embarrassing. I'm, this is
2: embarrassing. From- it was like, oh, you, um oh, man, you saved me. Let's get, let's to get stay. dinner. Yeah. Whoop
1: oh then thank you beefsteak at- is occurring uh-huh. he's like hey this place that the most expensive thing you can get in town is beefsteak so when I ask you to get beefsteak in 10 seconds know that I'm asking you to get the most expensive <laughs> thing in town you know
0: he's thought about it because what we know about Yosuke later is that he's obsessive about this stuff yes mm-hmm. he saw you like he's biking up behind you mm-hmm. he spots your butt for the first time he goes <laughs> "Unfamiliar butt What's the plan? He
1: pulls one of those. He How pulls am one I going to get action squ- movie stunts Where he goes into the alleyway and then really quickly, like, gets
0: <laughs> ahead of you. Exactly. Yes, and then ramps off of a cr- like a milk crate into <laughs> the trash can. As soon as he sees it, he's like, "What's my squeeze play?" <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: the, the plan worked. Mm-hmm. Quarterback of the squeeze plays, Got Yosuke it. Hanamura. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, later on in the episode when he's doing the. The butt talk It's one of those things Where it's like There's no reason for you Not to be getting up right now Like You, <laughs> you like being the clown
0: Yeah Mr. Mm-hmm.
1: Hanamura <laughs>
0: A little bit your friend Devin
2: A little <laughs> Devin.
0: <laughs> We hung out last night And Devin fell down Off On the purpose. sidewalk And just like Collapsed And I was like Oh my god But this- the thing
2: is He wasn't doing it to, like, trick you or to get your concern. He just did it because he doesn't ha- feel the emotion shame. Yeah. And to embarrass me. He does it to his little brother all the time. He'll pretend like Isaac has tripped him. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just fall
0: down.
1: Oh, my it,
2: com- s- Completely he'll just, sober.
1: He'll just pretend completely like prat- someone has tripped him. He'll just pratfall. And then yeah. yell about it. I'll just, uh. He didn't even act like
0: it was a big deal, but he just, like, hit the ground and laid there for a second and freaked me out. But he didn't even know I was there. Like, it was not about me. It was
2: not about you. He doesn't do it for, like, sympathy or attention. He does it to embarrass his friends. He did. Was I was paying actually. at a Waffle House, and a bunch of my friends were there with Devin, and his, our brother was there. And in the Waffle House, which is not a big restaurant, mm-hmm. he just, like, fell, and I'm paying, and everyone else just left. They <laughs> <laughs> just went out the door. They were like, we're not dealing with this. And the, the person was like, is he okay? I'm like, he's fine.
1: How he's often fine. does he do this Not thing.
2: that often.
0: Okay. But often enough that it's known, and it's a little bit, like, there's a, a Devin's great. He was really funny. That's and,
1: an incredible character trait, and but, I love it.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it informs my reading of Yosuke now a little bit more because same it's, kind it's of, not the same exact pratfall kind of thing, but it is a little bit like, oh, you you like it? Like mm-hmm.
2: Devin would keep talking from the sidewalk, yeah, until I, I would say, get up,
0: yeah, stop. And he, <laughs> you're and gonna Sh- hurt yourself. <laughs> this doesn't seem like the first time he and Chie have had this kind of conflict. Or this kind of interaction in Mm -hmm. the show. Like, it seems very natural for Chie to just trip him, for him to fall down, talk out of his butt for a minute, (laughs) and, you know, just go on that way. So they have a... That scene in the show especially seemed to communicate more of a history between them than maybe
1: I got from the game. Chie is a star. This episode, too, like, loved her. And you could tell, like, Mm -hmm. every shot she was, like, being super smooth or funny or, like, uh, it was, like incredible her animations just during normal things seem
0: to be a little bit more cartoony but also in like a cool way like Mm -hmm. her body would like stretch into a cool like cool pose Mm -hmm. more than some of the other characters did like she
1: was trying to do the action movie thing with her body all the time yes exactly which
2: is a a very chia
1: yeah
2: thing that's very appropriate she's
0: she's great Mm. yeah
1: shannon is there any other stuff uh about the persona world you'd like to talk to us about now that we are uh experts of the first third of the game or whatever yeah
2: (laughs) So, what exact point are you at? So we. So just, I do not spoil anything.
1: Thank you. Uh, we just finished Kanji's dungeon, mm-hmm. and he just rejoined our team. So we did the very beginning of the social link with him. So we have only met and done the dungeons of Yosuke, Chie, uh, Kanji, and Yukiko. Yukiko, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Ooh. so that's all we know. Because
2: yeah, I was right trying now. to figure out an or a certain order, and I was like, I didn't want to say anything about.
1: Yeah, and uh, the like. He has met Naoto, and we've talked a little bit about it because of how we had to talk about how we were going to talk about her on the podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, just because Naoto is introduced really, really early on as for like a second as part of Kanji's plot, but uh, other than that, like that's as far as we've gotten. And yeah. last week, we did an episode with Peter about Kanji's dungeon. Peter writes, uh, one of my friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess our friend. One of our friends. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I count him as a friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Aww. And but does he count you? As?
1: I think, I hope so. <laughs> I'll check. I'll text him right now. Yeah. Weird, but, he says no.
0: Oh, weird. Your um, hand was empty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Caleb did
1: not actually. pick up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we've done a whole lot of stuff and I'm just interested to hear a little bit about like your relationship with Persona and the stuff mm-hmm. that you really like from it. And like uh, part of the fun of having people on right now is just like hearing more stories about who like your experience with it and why you like it. So,
2: I like it a lot. I, um, so the first time I played it was around 2010, and I was in, uh, I went to two colleges, and the first one, like, all my high school friends had, like, moved away mm-hmm. or, like, had gone to a different college, and I didn't know that many people, and I was extremely isolated and, like, very lonely and stuff. And the game and i've been doing a lot of research lately on parasocial relationships which is like a relationship you form with either someone you've never interacted with like a celebrity or with like a fictional character Mm -hmm. and it felt like having friends it really like it was it it was a really good like healthy thing i mean i didn't get it would have been unhealthy if i just spent my entire life focused on it or you know that kind of using it but in that temporary uh state and then in uh 2015 it was like Within a couple months period, I got laid off. I got dumped. I found out my uncle had cancer. And (sighs) I had a couple of really, really bad fallings out with a few different people that I was very close with. Mm -hmm. Um, And people had moved uh, to Atlanta that I knew. Yeah. Most of them. So it was another period where it was like, I need to, you know. So both times it helped me a lot just, you know, to have this little thing or like a... It was a different experience both times because it was like returning to something. Yeah. Uh, and also, sort of being like, oh, I wish there was. Some-. But I, I had Persona Three and I played a little bit of it, but I never got. I I think I ended up moving. I've, I'm so like, I'm not home a lot and I'm really busy and it's really hard to commit to a video game. Mm-hmm, now. Yeah. Also, they're way too expensive. Like, there's no way I could uh, get like a PS4 or whatever to play mm-hmm, Persona right. Five. But yeah, it was definitely a thing of like, oh, this feels like I'm going on this adventure with friends and like learning about them and it's like interesting and they're. Um, like some aspects to it that are problematic and stuff and I I have friends who have really really big problems with the game without getting into it Mm -hmm. but um I really really related to Kanji as someone who um like I really like horror movies and stuff growing up and I don't like wearing makeup and like my sexuality and stuff. And just to see that it, it pre- like presented obviously in a different way. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was really cool. That was something, that's not something I see a lot. Seeing there's other stuff that way. I'm not going to talk about in the game too. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Other which, stuff,
2: Which I think is surprising too, that I related to
1: mm-hmm. um, But yet, some,
2: some, I'll say some darker stuff that I related to later on without getting
1: yeah. into it. And maybe we'll get a chance to have you come back to talk about that stuff later on too. Yeah. I would but, love to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's nice to see Kanji's plot as someone who is like, Oh yeah, it is cool to see someone who's sort of learning how to, conform or not conform within their gender mm-hmm. and like the anxieties evident in that and we talked about that a little bit last week where Peter and I talked about how the uh, trouble and cool thing about Kanji is that he really does reflect a lot of the actual anxieties of being a queer kid like mm-hmm. he, like the whole even the dungeon having these like uh, extremely effeminate uh, versions of people and like this like cruising thing like all mm-hmm. of this stuff being actual fears and then when he says a bunch of like awful sexist stuff like remembering like oh gosh like when I was that age and I was a like gay kid like Mm -hmm. I was I would fall into some of that too and like seeing this I'm sure
2: it's tempting you know it's it's hard I'm sure especially when society at large is already so misogynistic just sort of as a defense mechanism or as part of yeah yeah.
1: and so Mm -hmm. it's it's it was it's cool to see someone else dealing with that same stuff but Mm -hmm. it is uh the game doesn't necessarily do as great of a job handling it and analyzing it as it could or critiquing Mm -hmm. it as it could. Um, But we talked last
0: night about the, like, even exposure to problematic representations of different types of Mm -hmm. people can improve your, like, it can can benefit you Yeah, that was
2: one of the studies, I haven't read it, but I read the little summary of it, the little abstract. Uh, It was about contact theory, which is about, in real life, if you, say, if someone has, like, a black friend or whatever and actually gets to know someone as a person, mm-hmm. uh, they are less likely, not necessarily every single time, but it, it helps improve like, bigoted ideas and stuff. And yeah. it was contact theory as applied to, uh, like, with parasocial relationships with, like, gay people. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess, like, cross-dressing, because they did uh, Eddie Izzard and Will and Grace, mm-hmm. which are I don't think necessarily there's anything wrong with Eddie Izzard, but Will and Grace was obviously like a problematic yeah. show <laughs> but people who watched it had better opinions of gay people if, mm-hmm. especially if they didn't in their own life so it is interesting so i think maybe um there are especially some aspects in persona 4, where you realize how this what struggle this is in kanji is such an awesome character and such a fun i don't know if i've ever spoken to to anyone who's like oh kanji sucks maybe <laughs> uh as a teammate, like in uh fights and stuff he's not the best um <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people i can't i would keep him long it's just like i need I love you so much I'm just gonna do this as long as I can yeah, yeah I kept him uh,
1: my party for like almost the whole game just cause I wanted to look at him as much as possible yeah, yeah. and his, his <laughs> and his,
2: the, the weapons he gets are really cool even mm-hmm. the second time I played it I just kept them on I was like I am I played it I think on what are the difficulty settings
1: there's like for, in the original one I think yeah I've only just played like, the yeah. easy normal hard I think there's just the three
2: I think I played it normal the first time and maybe hard the second yeah. time but even though, I mean once I got, I had already played it all so I was just like I'm, just, I'm keeping uh, this is the experience I want mm-hmm. cool um,
1: the, yeah. uh, and you haven't gotten to see Kanji in the dungeon yet, but no. he he always has chairs. Like he just what? he just attacks by picking up a chair by two of its legs and hitting people with it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there's other weird stuff yeah. you can get too. The, it's just like like wrestling like
1: wrestling objects. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's really okay, great. Yeah, yep. yeah, and it really brings across his sort of like scrappy nature and his like sort of street fighting background yeah, yeah he it's just great uses cool. improvised weapons all the time very cool it's really really good which yeah. I
2: liked I just like that mm-hmm. um, and I didn't mind taking a hit uh, as far as it being a little because he's not a lot of people are like oh, I love him but he's too uh, he's awful so they don't you know like in the <laughs> not photo. the strongest fighter not the strongest fighter but yeah. it doesn't matter um, the
1: uh, the weapons in Persona, we haven't talked a lot about that, but they are kind of hysterical. Like the, fact yeah. that, the
2: golf club. And yeah,
1: and, and even just the base weapon for everybody. The fact that Yukiko hits people with a fan and that <laughs> Chie gets a bunch of different kinds of shoes, including mm. in one dungeon. In the last dungeon we were in, she was wearing like w- night boots. That I remember
2: it, those. Yeah, yeah, that made it
1: look like she was like a cyborg. like Yeah, it was very cool. And, uh, and that, yeah, you can get a golf club. You can get a mop. Like and that apparently they all just kind of work about the same on shadows yeah <laughs> you go
0: from like with with the the main character you go from golf club to Samurai sword <laughs> to w- ridiculous swords, yeah, just like bigger and bigger swords, anime uh, style, and it's great. It's great. Yeah, and it's
2: yeah, it's that creativity. It's like, why would you just have to have like a gun or a sword or yeah. this? It's, it's it's all it's fate. Like, it doesn't a teenager couldn't beat up a monster with a any you know. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's and like it, we're not applying these like rigid rules.
0: And they're in a fantasy world and kind of a metaphysical world also. Yeah, right. Where and it's more, so it, yeah. it's okay that they're not like. It just doesn't even. I didn't even ask any questions. It's just funny, right? Yeah,
2: and it's, they're all obviously they all fit the characters' personalities really well, especially Kanji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and Chie, I would say, are two really good examples.
1: Yeah, and even Yukiko's whole like uh, the whole fact that she's been raised to be more like traditional, and that she mm-hmm. runs a traditional place, and that a fan this like wep- this like weaponized. Japanese femininity, right? It's like mm-hmm. really, really interesting. And
0: the fan is an RPG weapon. Yeah, like Peach uses a fan as one of her weapons in Mario RPG. And in in Super Smash Brothers, the iron fan. Right. You right. It's like it. a common mm-hmm. thing. Yep.
1: And you love fighting with a fan in Smash Brothers. I um. It's interesting that you talk about parasocial relationships because mm-hmm. I feel like that is such a good way to sum up why this game has had such incredible staying power and why- They're ev- my friends. Mm-hmm. And every single spin off has like led to it being super successful and huge mm-hmm. because everybody just wants to hang out with their friends a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I totally relate to that.
0: Peter mentioned replaying the game every year just to That might see be too much
2: again. for me. I might get like, I don't want to get burned out on. <laughs> right, exactly. I- I'm sure I will replay it
1: but for Eventually, him but yeah
2: our play Golden I've never played that's
1: Golden. what, we, and that's what we're, we're playing Golden, so Golden is totally brand. worth playing because all of the clunk like not maybe not all of them but most of the clunky problems with the systems and the like dungeons mm-hmm. get so much more streamlined and like it's very very nice and I
2: know I have some stuff in it that I would be interested so yeah check
1: out yeah um, and there are a couple characters I think you would have a good time doing their social links mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but there are also several people I've talked to outside of the context of our show who have said something like I played this game when I was alone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that um, our friend Jace said that he played this game when he was in a depressive period and Mm -hmm. had no one to talk to Yeah, and that he got to the end of it and like had a very visceral reaction against it Mm-hmm. and hated that he had spent the time doing that and hated that that this is who he felt like his friends were.
2: Oh, that sort of. Well, for me it was just sort of like I still had some people and it was just sort of it was definitely a limited time situational thing because yeah. both times I would be moving or this would so it was like but I was like I was talking about I guess if I felt like I'm using this as a crutch or I'm using it alright this is like this is what I'll be doing going forward I could understand being upset mm-hmm. although that's sure. unfortunate because for me it was such a positive experience exactly yeah. and you
0: can take it either way and, yeah. and Jace he stopped playing video games after it like mm-hmm. he told me he was like yeah I'm, I'll be interested to to hear what your response like as I told him we were going to do this project he said yeah. I'm interested to see how it goes for you because I stopped playing video games for almost a decade after I played that
2: that's wild and, and like he,
0: just a bre- he just had a break you know he was just like nope that's it that's, I'm done with that and I am not having that kind of experience with it. I'm you know, it's a very social thing with me and Caleb, yeah, and then talking about it and all of this. but I'm having the same feeling where we we, we boot up the anime for the first time. I'm like, it's my
2: friends. <laughs> yeah, it's my friend. And Everybody's the, here. And I guess the first time I played it, I would talk to online friends about it. And the second time, um my friend Shelby. I lived with her, so she I would watch, I think after I, as I was replaying it, she was playing it for the first time so I'd watch her play. It. So oh, cool. it was a even though like a bunch of people I knew had moved, it wasn't like I didn't have anybody. Right. Or it wasn't like it was my only connection. And I I would make it social or like even the first time I played, like reading what people thought online or doing this. Mm-hmm. Although it was before like let's this is like yeah, twenty ten, so like let's plays and stuff weren't really. Yeah. And I'm very very much trying to avoid spoilers even though i had some really really big stuff spoiled for me but i also i like i said this before it's a game that would absolutely it st- absolutely still works yeah. it's a different experience i never got to have it without knowing yeah a lot
1: but the like for me when i first played it and this is something that i think is key to maybe why you didn't have an experience like this nick is and why you aren't right now is that uh i loved it so much and so powerfully, and I was in high school at the time, so mm-hmm. I was like having to go to school during the day and like think about the mystery all day. Like, yeah. what is happening? I
2: remember I went on vacation to Nashville and I was sitting there thinking I was probably at about the same point in the game, y'all are. I think this is years, and I was like, oh, I want, I just want, it kind of like an addiction. Like, I need to know yeah. what's going on. Like thinking about it, but I couldn't play it because I was.
1: That was ex- my exact experience with both four and three. Where as soon as I started them, they got their hooks in me so much. Like the mystery got its hooks mm-hmm. in me so much that I was just like, I like have to get back there and have to get back to like seeing what's happening in this game and what's doing it and so like it became such a huge mental focus Mm. of my life and like all of the cracks in it that like my experience with it was really powerful and if other people have that first experience of getting really like hooked in by it Mm -hmm. then it really will depend on your outlook on whether or not you're the type of person right who's going to take it and be like oh no I wasted all that time sure, Um, or like whether or not you come out of it with a uh, feeling like it was like worth it, which I think will depend on y- you and like how you feel about the story of the game. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to connect
0: that to the like therapy aspect. Like sometimes, like it seems like you you Shannon had a positive therapeutic experience with this game.
2: Yeah, it was it like kept me, well. I mean, it's not like I would have hurt myself. No, or sure. If I didn't have a video game, it wasn't it, that bad. But it was definitely something that helped when i could not have those friendships that i had gotten used to in person it was very <laughs> dif- difficult it, it it helped bridge the gap i guess i should say yeah. it was all, like i said it was very positive
0: a positive like counseling therapy experience is you go in you work through some things you talk through some things and you come out the other side Maybe able to let it, you know, go. Okay, that's mm-hmm. enough. Like, I don't, I don't need counseling right now anymore. Or, good, I've done with that issue. I can move on. But mm-hmm. you come out like changed on the other side in a good way. And, and, if, we- and there
2: were there were a lot of characters, including some stuff that you have mm-hmm. not at all gotten to. That I was like, I can relate to this, and I haven't necessarily related to this before. And just seeing yourself represented is really cool, especially yeah. when you feel like I'm weird. I'm, you know, I'm isolated. Yeah. I don't have these, uh, you know. So yeah, was, yeah. yeah
0: and and we've been talking about the the role of the protagonist in this game as the therapist mm-hmm. in a lot of the social link relationships. Oh yeah, the, yes. Like you you just ask the questions that help people get through their times and the mm-hmm. um I, I it's interesting how many people have had at least a vague like there's a symmetry to that with the way people play this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I came out the other side different and you don't necessarily like not everybody goes to counseling and comes out feeling a lot better about stuff. You yeah. you might have mm-hmm. the wrong, it might be the wrong relationship with you. You might have the wrong approach. You need a different technique. Or if it's or really different.
2: expensive, you might feel like, why am I doing like
0: exactly? You can't not, yeah. you can't enjoy it or, or or really benefit from it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, it's not like a, a, a cure all, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just a a you do form a relationship or this sort of feeling of multiple relationships with this game, mm-hmm. and when you even just playing it some has been, you you see progress, you see things moving. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how you see in the narrative of the game, the characters growing and changing, Yeah, that it does get you thinking along those lines, necessarily.
1: Yeah. I feel like when you're watching these characters change and grow, like you said, they, like, you by nature of seeing Yosuke have to deal with like, oh, what if I'm actually a dick? Yeah, it Forces you in your head to be like, oh, do I have this issue like yeah, I thought about like
2: if I had to confront my other self or whatever it's like oh what there's some mean stuff yeah that I don't let out yeah that would be let out, like some real mean stuff that I just keep keep buried deep
1: yeah and like it, it because of the structure as long as you are uh, thinking at like almost at all while you're playing you will go through in your head a little bit of like what would my persona be like yeah and like mm-hmm. what would my shadow be like yeah and by presenting you with all of these different options and all these different ways that could go it's it's totally likely that at least one of these characters you will have a some part of it will parallel your experience enough to give you an in Mm -hmm. to think about handling it in Mm -hmm. the positive way that they are Mm -hmm. and i think that that's pretty cool very very cool yeah
0: and that connects also to the tarot like being connected in in part of the symbolic language of this game Mm -hmm. because the tarot i think is like a symbolic language for self-reflection it is not an actual fortune telling device. Yeah, yeah. Like you do not know the actual future, but it shows you symbols. And the human mind is such a like, magnificent pattern forming uh, you know, entity that you see a picture of a calamity and a picture of death and then a picture of love. And you go, what does that mean to me? Yeah. And when you have a, like, a positive experience with a tarot reading, you have learned something about yourself yeah. through mm-hmm. the symbols that are presented regardless of what they are
1: i haven't thought about it that way about how tarot kind of is a form of therapy That's it, interesting it absolutely is out. and i
0: did i have i've done tarot readings and i've worked with the I Ching, and i've done these things like to just see what they are mm-hmm. and they th- i saw through a couple of years of studying those different things and it's like oh this is just to show you yourself like horoscopes exactly yeah mm-hmm. and you can read whatever you want in it and the horoscope is a kind of tends to be a kind of condensed and like Kind of palliative approach mm-hmm. to like here you just need to feel good about yourself for a <laughs> minute <laughs> which is fine too like that's yeah. a good thing too but the detailed like literally just showing you the same pictures over and over again but in a different order and as you learn them and you know more about the tarot cards when you see it again, you go, oh, last time I saw that card, I thought about this. And then it connects to a new thing mm-hmm. and goes, oh, every time I see this card, I, I have a car accident or something stupid, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, you d- you build a relationship with yourself. And in like keeping a diary, like any of these things that you just like gradually know yourself better by doing it over time, all, you, it's a, there's an interesting connection there, I think,
1: with yeah. mm-hmm.
0: playing a game like this and yeah
1: and the game tricks you into it by giving you a murder mystery exactly (laughs) yeah
2: I think it's so compelling I've always found like extreme vulnerability very compelling Mm -hmm. especially I guess in our culture it's like you're no one like even being a a woman and stuff I'm supposed to be like more emotional and more vulnerable but no it's still it's sort of like look down on art it's complicated or people are there um, There's been times where I've like been talking to a friend and they seem really down and I suggest therapy and they like got so uncomfortably like laughed yeah exactly. which sort of hurt my feelings, but it's also it's like I understand it. so in the game, these characters are forced to be absolutely like completely like naked like everything their deepest you know but there's such a relief in that yeah I'm sure they're you know sometimes the pressure of keeping it all it's so much easier to just like put it. so that's I, I, that's probably one of the reasons I liked it so much too along with everything else going on in the game is the the very extreme vulnerability and how they play with that and I think it's really interesting
0: yeah for kanji's first social link conversation to be like I- i'm so cramped up inside i need to talk to somebody Like <laughs> I talked to last week it's like great what a perfect thing to be able to say mm-hmm. and so many people have trouble even doing that even just mm-hmm. saying oh i'm really t- like twisted up about something can i talk to you about it mm-hmm. like that's such a
1: hard step for so many people just carry it with them yeah and also what a good uh example of human behavior and also a totally reasonable conclusion that like if the first thing someone sees of you is a physical manifestation (laughs) of the worst part of you yeah, and then after they're still like hey I'm gonna help you get home yeah it's so yeah your your ability to like realizing oh wow like this is as bad as it will get and there will still be people who want to continue to care about me yeah Mm -hmm. and like I keep thinking so if if uh students in the school are watching the midnight channel which it's like hinted like other people in these town are maybe still watching this and seeing what's happening on Mm -hmm. it i keep imagining like uh uh, hashtag fanfic like (laughs) somebody seeing kanji go through that on the screen and then going and finding him and talking to him about it you know like how even in fiction what they're doing yeah. literally is providing a visible a visible example of what, vulnerability mm-hmm. like you said, and how like even in fiction what they're doing with each other is like trying to be vulnerable so that they can learn from each other yeah. and like uh, and sort of being forced to be vulnerable in some cases
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, even in like even if there is like some scary adult committing murders or whether it's Nanako or right, whatever. Right. Like that's that... my
0: current theory Shannon is that Nanako's <laughs> uh, the murderer. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Is that
1: in uh in in the metaphor like that's still like th- most of the stuff we have to deal with is sort of inflicted upon us by our culture and by like yeah. adults in our culture mm-hmm. and by little sisters in our culture yeah. who are giving us uh kind of tough stuff to deal with. Yeah. And so it's it's a it is a really really great representation of the way you can do that the best, which is like really explicit and clear honesty like Mm -hmm. being open with your friends about the worst parts of you which is very very difficult Mm -hmm. it's
2: scary you're so
1: worried that somebody's gonna see the real you and hate you yeah or Mm -hmm. you know but it's the only way for you to to be able to totally trust like oh this is like this is a person that i can rely on and it's like Mm -hmm. this is a uh situation that i can like depend on and continue with yeah and like it is totally possible that those kinds of conversations don't go well and the, the the persona team is lucky that they don't ever have a situation where like a member of the team straight up is like i don't want to interact with this person now that i know this about them like mm-hmm. and that's because at heart they're all pretty good people yeah. But they are, and like, but honestly, you get six or seven people together, and and not have any of them totally hate each other is like really unlikely. Like, <laughs> if if you're seeing like Just any given group of people, yeah. yeah and I, mm-hmm. I know that that's not necessarily true, but especially with the like wide variety of walks of life that these characters come from, especially when you're in high school, mm-hmm.
2: when yeah. you're so worried about social status and like, what is it going to mean if I associate with these people? Or yeah. Else? yeah.
1: And that's another aspect that people talk about, especially in the other games. It doesn't happen as much in. This one, but like in five, Mm -hmm. there is this aspect where like everyone around you is like, "Why is this group of people spending time (laughs) together?" Yeah, and like uh, that's weird. And they do that a little with Kanji, especially as we start hearing people be like, "Why are you hanging out with an underclassman gang member?" Yeah, like (laughs) I got why you were spending all your time with three people that are literally in your homeroom. Yeah, but now you're hanging out with an upperclassman gang member, and then later on, it like gets progressively weirder. Like the people that you're choosing to spend your time with. So it's like that is kind of a beautiful thing about that Mm -hmm. is, is that like, uh, that's the only way you find the people that are like, uh, your people is by being willing to be vulnerable.
0: Well, and it occurs to me also that the way you find these people is that they are the ones selected to go into the TV world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so there's an aspect of now that I'm wondering, like, why are these again? Why are these people being chosen is one of the key questions of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I know y'all know, but like, I, I don't. And now I'm going, okay. How interesting that each of these people is someone you wind up being able to form a relationship with.
1: Yeah, and that and they all work together to form a relationship together. Yeah. like they can all connect with each other based on the shared experience. And it,
0: it might be a kind of like you're in the trenches together. So out of tragedy comes this mm-hmm. kind of you know under duress you form a, a bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Is there some uh, some larger sense to like who's being picked? and that you're you have this re- relationship to them I don't know I don't yeah. know don't it you know I guess you can, I guess can't, can't ask you that
2: <laughs> no you could but you don't want but-
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any clothing clothing thoughts any clothing thoughts us? about uh... I like
2: kanji's outfit
1: uh, yeah. yeah good oh I- speaking of clothing thoughts the yeah. episode. The, the, the weirdest shot of clothing we get in the episode. Oh. So in the video game, <laughs> Yu Narakami starts with his just like kind of chill, like his his school uniform is open and like loose, but they chose to do an, uh, you know, whatever. It's like the collar's open. Yeah. So But they uh, chose, to, about, about, yeah,
2: the... they chose to make
1: a yeah. point in this one, uh, a really interesting point uh-huh. about how at his old school, they had to wear a full suit. They had like a uh, full black and white like, suit jacket, tie, yes. everything. So that was the that was apparently the uh, uniform at the old school. Mm-hmm. We see him, one of the only shots that's not from the game that they decided to put in anyway, we see him look inside a box and see that suit, that, like, boring mm-hmm. suit, like, there. Yeah. And then when we see him in his school uniform, he's wearing it like a suit. He's wearing it all the way, like tied up to his throat because maybe that's the way he's comfortable after having the other uniform Mm -hmm, be like mm -hmm. a a tie the whole time Mm -hmm. he's wearing everything totally buttoned up tightened up and then when he gets his persona the first thing he do he does is like release his neck yes and it's animated as this like Oh, like thank God, like I'm. F- this is free. But then like, when
2: it keeps going, yeah, it gets, gets kind of weird. The buttons
1: like burst open basically <laughs> as he's like popping them. It's a little bit almost sensual, but in a it weird, is. weird way. He's
2: like 15, so I was like, yeah. Oh.
1: Well, I didn't. I didn't get the impression necessarily that it was sexualized. I thought it was supposed to just look cool. Like he was like, oh, just, here we I'm go, just go, releasing. My, yeah,
0: I'm like, I gotta. I can't unbutton my shirt all the way, but effectively, I've. Uh, but it's. A, but it is a kind of like I'm letting myself go a little bit. Yeah, Which I'm is interesting. Releasing it's an interesting choice. The like. Tension with that I may have with myself. I'm accept- uh, he very quickly and he doesn't go into detail on it. Mm-hmm. But like he has accepted some part of himself all of a sudden that whoever this persona is, whatever his deal is that we don't get to go through. Yeah, is that. And I liked that he, the shot where he he's not just looking at his former suit. It's like bagged up and he sets it in the box and closes the box. Mm-hmm. It explicitly is like, I am putting this away. Yeah, This is not me anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked, I was also struck for some reason by seeing um, you and Nosuke, yep, you and Yosuke, that's their names? Yeah. Um, walking side by side down the road, there's a shop with them head on and they have the identical clothes on. Mm-hmm. And it was weird to see for some reason in that way. And there's a kind of, I don't know, there was something, I guess all the little like, sewing dashes that they have on the suit all the embroidery I love the suit like Mm -hmm. looked very striking in that particular shot but yeah then this like clear emphasis on he has just changed he has just changed in himself that he can relax and he needs to open up the collar and like let it out
1: I wonder about um so this seems to give you a trajectory like in this tiny bit they're trying to give us his issue solution persona yep. Like, and they actually give us meat for that that is not there in the game yeah. and if you take in context this idea like painted a broad strokes that like his, his flashback was kind of in black and white mm. and he's wearing this like suit and it is about this like tight knit thing and you combine that with the fact that he's like a quiet dude who mm. is like kind of nervous to be expressive mm-hmm. that like most of the time even going forward in the game and in the show he's like he says what he needs to say and then he shuts up and listens most of the time Yeah, is like, what if we saw you have a reckoning with being boring, right? Or, mm-hmm. or, or like unwilling like, to engage. Mm-hmm. Right. And feeling like he's just like part of, you know, this is like the world part of this the structure and making the choice to be the video game main character, like making the choice to hold agency mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a loud one, mm-hmm. but is an interesting, like, Oh, I am not, this i am no longer controlled by the system i'm not wearing the suit exactly right i'm not wearing the uniform yeah. exactly right anymore i'm going to uh, affect the world yeah and we get to see that in a way that's like oh that actually even lines up with him being a video game character but we don't <laughs> we don't get that in the game
0: yeah that's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah cool so good job the first episode of the show good job anime as usual <laughs> <laughs> so uh i guess let's hit again all the places everybody can find you shannon Awesome.
2: So, if you go on YouTube and you type in "so you want to be a film nerd," you'll find me. Also under Strucci Movies, S T R U C C I. On Twitter, I'm at Strucci Movies, and I'm at Plenty of Alcoves. Um, you can find me there. Pretty easy. Not a lot of, you know, it's pretty Google. Shan Strucci, I pop up. Not <laughs> it's a, Strucci
1: with two C's, like S T R U C C I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um like, if you guys don't know anything about film or you're interested in it, I definitely recommend starting with the "So You Want to Be a Film Nerd" series. They're all like. Uh, super welcoming and easy to get into, and like have actually really helped me know anything about movies, which I did oh, not before. Thank you.
2: People love the autour episode. Oh, it's so good! Yeah, people that's... love that. I didn't. I was surprised how much people like that one.
1: So that's a great one. Yeah, if you if yeah, you are like, which one should I jump on? Like, yeah, check out the auteur theory. You've one. done a, a
0: really nice job of being like making certain things like clear and approachable Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: a lot of people don't have access to. And it's intimidating.
2: And it's like film history going back like a hundred years and I'm trying to hit like all this stuff and make it fun and (laughs) interesting. And yeah. um, Yeah.
1: And also like, if you guys are listening to this, then you know, you probably like video games. You should also check out her video. Why you should care about video games because it is like super effective and you actually might have seen it because it had some pretty It good was on c-
2: Polygon. Yeah, it was on mm-hmm. Polygon and had some
1: good circulation like about a year ago, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you might have already seen it but uh, I definitely recommend checking it out if you hadn't because it's like, it's really, really well done. Thank right. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you came to listen to this because
0: you're one of Shannon's fans because she's way more famous than we are. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. Oh, um,
2: oh. My
0: name is Nick Splender mm-hmm. and uh, I don't have anything else to share at this time yep same i'm i'm killed hewitt and (laughs) i hope you had a good time fake gamer uh fake critic (laughs)
2: hashtag fake and
0: uh just super super
1: fake (laughs) just a bunch of fake gamers in here (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining us shannon thanks for
2: having me me. that was awesome that was so fun so
1: the way we normally close is we use junessa's tagline get in touch with our products so the way that we do that is you'd say i'm shannon and then we'd say who we are and then you would say get in touch with our products
2: so just say i'm shannon
0: I'm Nick. I'm Caleb.
2: Get in touch with our products.
1: (laughs) Yeah, very good. (laughs) Yeah, that was perfect.
0: my think tone every time I think I'll just think that phrase instead
2: (laughs) so you're just looping that in your head it sounds like a Jimmy
1: Buffett line (laughs) people love that salty sound (laughs) people love that salty sound (laughs) right by the beach on that shifting ground people love that salty sound sprinkled on sponge cake (laughs) (laughs) it makes it the good taste
0: (laughs) (laughs) Salt is the food that I want on my food. (laughs) It's like
1: a bunch of rocks. (laughs) But when you eat it, it's good. It used to be for preservation. Now it is for salivation. People love that salty taste. Saltiest attitudes. Um. (laughs) These are some rudest dudes. (laughs) No one can talk to the the guys. Boys in the band playing salt drinks. (laughs) Boys (laughs) in the band playing salt drinks.
0: Oh, boy. Yes. Boys in the band sipping salt drinks. (laughs) We've been on the boat for about three months. We ran out of fresh water, but we're still drinking margaritas. (laughs) Y'all like them salty? Because that's what we got.
2: That's all we've got.
0: Salt water. we're dying we're We're making
2: the best of it we're
0: going to die but we've made a filthy briny slush (laughs) that tastes vaguely of margarita and absolutely of the end delicious